Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. This podcast is presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place, www.caringplace.org. Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program with all the good news and more. Brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers, where caring for the needy, feeding the hungry, and changing lives happens every day. Now here are your hosts for Mission Possible, Ron and Marilyn Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by your Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We are collectively known as the Caring Place. We are reaching out to the homeless in South Florida. We are feeding the hungry and caring for the poor and changing lives every day. I'm Marilyn Brummett, and I'm with you and being your host today, and uh, it's being co-hosted with Leanne Navarro. Many times, uh, most Sunday mornings, you hear my husband's voice uh, lead in, Uh, but uh, Leanne and I really wanted to lead in today because we want to talk about next Sunday is Mother's Day, and we really want to give credit, first of all, and say happy Happy Mother's Mother's Day Day to everyone. (laughs) Yes, all those mothers out there, um, we just want to say you're incredible, especially during this crisis time. Moms have kind of come up a notch in the news because they are the ones that are staying um, at the home front and really making sure that the kids are getting their lessons done and so much more. Yeah, I know they're they're reuniting the family. I mean, uh, if something positive is coming out of what we are all going through, it's the fact that the family is spending more time together. And of course, I mean, moms, we are known, women in general, we're known for, you know, being creative, baking things. I mean, keeping the children busy, making sure they do their homework. So we just have to be a little bit more creative. I know it's challenging for a lot of people. I got to say, my daughter is old enough that I don't have to sit down with her to do homework. Uh, But I can only feel uh, all of the moms out there that are dealing with that right now. Um, Because it's not the easiest thing (laughs) with all the homework that the children get. So hang in there, our wonderful, beautiful women and moms. Um, This too shall pass. (laughs) Yeah, my my daughter, uh, Joy, actually said that she's had to, that her food bill has gone up. Because for some reason, when the kids are home, they're eating more. Yes. They're doing their homework. Yes. Uh, doing all the online classes and everything, but they're going to the kitchen more. It's it's there. They get hungry, and she says, I just have to cook, like, all day long. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm grateful, and I want to say kudos to our volunteers who are taking the time 
to actually do uh, Zoom conference calls with our children in the centers uh, because for the moms in our centers is also challenging, uh, all this homework, all this reading. And so our volunteers are stepping up to the plate uh, for those that already got their background check and everything done, of course. We are very careful. Um, well, with a Zoom call, I mean. Yeah, no, but we are. We're yeah. still very, very careful. And um, so they're tutoring and helping with homework and reading. Um, it's amazing. So now, the, what's the, moms, the children's um, reaction to that? Amazing, really. I mean, all the feedback that I'm getting, because sometimes, see, even for the children, sometimes they get frustrated if mom cannot help, because, of course, they're used to the teacher and the teacher's aid. So at home or at our centers, it's a little bit more of a challenge, because now sometimes the moms, they don't have um, the capability really to help with homework, right? Mm -hmm. So the volunteers, they step up, and they're actually asking now the volunteers, can we also play games so they're liking it <laughs> wow and they're, see and you're being creative because yes. the volunteers really can't come on campus right now no. but, but we want to keep our volunteers engaged absolutely and they want to feel that they're giving back during this time what what else do they have to do you know they got a little bit more time themselves so this is the perfect opportunity for them to give back and then they say now i can't go on campus so it's, now what do i do it's a win 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 all around and then uh the other thing of course now we even going you know the more time that we spend during this crisis the more creative we get so now we're thinking painting classes and art classes via uh, conference call why not i mean anything that uh, enhances the education of the children we're all in <laughs> now also we have volunteers that have been making face masks so we have yes. those that seamstresses uh, homemade sews <laughs> They sew really well, yes. and uh, they have been making those masks for us as well. So yes. that, that's been a pretty amazing. So we've been getting a little creative with the volunteer, um, how they can come alongside. And you have some volunteers that have actually helped you make phone calls yes. to other volunteers. We have a very big database, of course, after 98 years of service. I mean, you can only imagine how many wonderful people come alongside of us. Uh, so we want to call everyone. But our team wouldn't be capable of calling everyone so we have volunteers that every day 10 15 calls they're making new friends this is what I hear all around I mean what they have in common is that they're both volunteers so mm. a volunteer is calling another volunteer uh, to see how they're doing and and we're loving it because we're also letting people know that we're not closed yes. that we're still serving the homeless and hungry and some people don't know that because many mm -hmm. places are closed right but we're not closed we cannot close and you and know, that brings not help. up mother's day yes. now next sunday will be mother's day and uh, we will have something special for our moms that are in the shelter and we also we have a, a focus group called girlfriends for girlfriends and they actually will go and make house calls to those graduates okay yes. that are in safe and affordable housing but they're still struggling a little bit financially and so bring them gifts uh, we've brought food uh, packages already and for mother's day we have some nice gift um baskets yes uh that we'll be able to deliver to them as well as our women our moms in our shelters if you could help us financially with that i'm just going to put that out there yes. right now uh leanne you can go to caringplace.org slash mothers yes and 35 dollars will help us do the whole package uh for a mom yes. uh to 
That's $70. That's two moms. And it could be uh, a mom in the shelter or a mom outside the shelter, but it will be someone in need and put a smile on their face. Yeah, I mean, it's about showing love and letting them know that even though we're going through something difficult and challenging, uh, we're still not forgetting the fact that they are moms, that they're going through a tough time, uh, that imagine that you're already feeling the uncertainty of what's going on, but on top of it, now is Mother's Day. I mean, what am I going to do? What's going to make me feel special? So we're all about that. Yeah. I don't know if we've thought about ever do- doing a Zoom um, orientation for volunteers. <laughs> hey, that's something. That we, so if you get any calls on that, Leanne, uh, we might put that together to get you ready. Yes. So when uh, the doors open up again where we can have volunteers on campus, you're already ready to go. Yes, yes. And, and besides, we, we want our community to know that w- another way to volunteer is really sharing our needs, mm-hmm. telling your family, your friends, hey, I listen to the radio. I know about this organization that's helping the homeless and the hungry they just said that they're still open so a way to volunteer is to tell everyone to spread the word mm-hmm. you know maybe do a social media post maybe with your network maybe with your co-workers that you guys are communicating via zoom or email why not right sharing the news of helping other people yeah and talk about um you know other organizations you're going to yeah. be interviewing in just a moment jose soto from state farm correct and they have been wonderful partners with us for so many years the agencies they do different yes. drives hygiene book drives clothing drives so many different drives and they even uh, recently put these little hygiene packets together very yes. they're they're in the little zipper bag and mm-hmm. has everything in there and we can pass that out to the outside homeless because we are also reaching out to them during this crisis time with food water we got porta potties out there we've been giving them face masks and now we have these little hygiene uh, little state farm zipper bags that we can give them and they have all kind of little hygiene things inside there they really step it up <laughs> yeah so you're so I'm, what i'm saying is i don't want you to turn the dial when we come to a little station break here because leanne's going to be talking to jose soto from state farm and, the, and your guy's going to be talking about how much state farm is a community partner they really are a and good also neighbor. and also for their customers i mean not only for all the organizations so stay tuned because you really want to hear jose soto share the great news that they have and then later i will be doing uh, an interview with uh, anthony and uh, he'll be sharing his testimony don't turn that dial we'll be back in just a moment with more mission possible Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. Uh, We have with us today via phone, because of course we have to take all the uh, safety measurements that we have to take during this very difficult time. Uh, We have today uh, Jose Soto, our wonderful relations expert from State Farm. How are you doing, Jose? I am doing great, Uh, Leon. How about yourself? Oh, it's always good to speak with you. I mean, I know we're not able to see each other as we always do it here in the studio, uh, but you know, we both know that we have to adapt. <laughs> to, Leon, to... If, if I had a picture of you right now, I would say I have a picture of you, but I don't. But yes, <laughs> I, I can imagine you. I look like right now in front of me. Well, the, the good news is that I'm I'm in the studio. You invited, you, you're you you're in your office. <laughs> We're practicing. You guys have invited me. All the social distancing. (laughs) 
I'm sorry. You guys have invited me so many times yes. to, to, to talk about the great things we all do together that I can just picture you right now. As yes. Speak. So thank I, you. I can do thank the so same much. thing. You're, you're family here. Um, and, and we know that we are talking about wonderful things that State Farm continues to do. I mean, coronavirus is not stopping us from giving love to the homeless and hunger of our community. And the coronavirus is not stopping State Farm from giving all that much love as well to our community tell me what you guys are doing jose thank you thank you leon uh like you said right now we're not stopping now more than ever i think all of us really need to work together to help each other out uh we're all going to defeat what's going on here and the best way to do is to help each other and state farm is doing a lot of things to help not only our customers but also helping the communities uh, across uh, the nation um, for example, just recently we provided a grant to the Miami Rescue Mission for $5,000 to help um, uh, feed the homeless there. We're encouraging agents across the country to support local nonprofits in their communities. Uh, we're encouraging them to use the State Farm Matching Gift Program. Every time an agent makes a donation, State Farm will match it up to a certain amount per year. I'm glad so that you mentioned that, Jose, and, I, and that. I hate yes. to interrupt you, but but I want our listeners to know that a lot of companies do that. So it's just a matter of getting that information from the company that you work for. So. Stay farm, right? Every time an employee makes a donation, like Jose said, they will match it. But there are other companies that do that. So if you work for a company, please ask the question if you don't know. And maybe yes. you don't want to donate to the Miami Rescue Mission, but any other wonderful organization out there. So find out if your company has a matching program. Thank you, Jose. No, that, that you bring up an excellent point. You read my mind. A lot of companies do that. It's a great way that, that companies can help out our communities. Uh, so find out any, also an organization may have a grant. Like, for example, State Farm has been offering grants across the nation. Uh, we've uh, allocated right now close to $5.7 billion, billion dollars to help out organizations across the country groups like feeding uh, america the american red cross a lot of organizations are going to be receiving all kinds of funds from us uh, coming up very very soon if you're a nonprofit out there and you're interested in maybe trying to apply for some funding coming up very soon around and i don't have the exact date but it'll probably come out sometime in june or july but stay tuned state farm is going to come up with a program called the state farm neighborhood assist grant program that organizations can nominate themselves for a chance of obtaining twenty five thousand dollar grant from state farm wow and now more than ever organizations really need that to really help the community so just like what you guys are doing we do we do and i know that you're not just for the community uh and, and you guys do such a wonderful job but you were telling me off the air that even for your own customers and i happen to be both i happen to be uh working for the miami rescue mission and benefiting from everything that you guys do uh to help us help the community but i'm also one of your uh, policy holders and tell us what you have for that for for us oh my gosh uh, last week last thursday we just announced uh a two billion dollar dividend credit back to our customers, meaning that our State Farm automobile customers are going to be receiving a credit 
back on their policies, uh, um, on their automobile insurance policies. So stay tuned for that. Talk to your local State Farm agent. They can tell you a little bit more about the credit you'll be receiving. But we're really passing on our, our savings because right now there's a lot less folks driving, as you all know. Yes. So State Farm has decided. And, and, and to, to give credit, not only State Farm, but a lot of other carriers have decided to go ahead and give some kind of credit back to their customers. I can, I can proudly say that State Farm, out of all the carriers, we are the ones that are providing the biggest amount of money back to our, our folks right now. Again, we do insure most of the, the automobiles in the United States. So are we, we are giving a, a lot back. And then we're also helping a lot with our existing employees too. A lot of our employees may not be aware, but they're working out of, out of the house. If, uh, you know, they also provide certain programs for employees if they have any financial assistance or needs, State Farm is also helping them. Again, the key is to really help folks out there, to be a good neighbor. And I'd like to just, if I can say anything out of this call, is everybody can make a difference to be a good neighbor in their community. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't take a lot of money. Now is a lot of organizations need your financial support. But I mean, it could take as little as what five, ten dollars, fifteen, whatever it is you can afford. Yes. Every dollar, yes. all these and, nonprofits, including yourselves, can every every donation money. is precious to us. I mean, and you you know this. I mean, we take our donations and our donors very uh, seriously around here, and and every single penny makes a difference. So yes, but if it's not monetarily uh, the way that you can help, there are other ways that you can help as well. As Jose points out, uh, being a good neighbor, just like stay farm is such a good example to follow so if 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 what you can do is donate food if you can if if what you can do is clean out your closets because you have all this time in your hands right now and you don't know what to do with all this clothes that maybe you don't want anymore uh, those are very wonderful ways of helping as well so it's not always i mean it doesn't always have to be a monetary donation but think outside of that box what else can you do for example, look at your own neighborhood. Uh, maybe your neighbor is an elderly neighbor. Maybe they need help. Maybe you can go purchase the groceries for them. Uh, um, maybe you can maybe you can mow their lawn or do something for them. So, you know, being a good neighbor is helping each other out. Uh, now more than ever, we really need to help each other out. Uh, and there's different ways you can do that now. Let's say you do want to help out a nonprofit. You, let's say you've helped out the Miami Rescue Mission. You want to help other groups in the community, but you don't know who else to reach to. State Farm did create a website uh, a couple of years ago called neighborhoodofgood.com. You can go in there and search for opportunities to help folks in the community, folks like the Miami Rescue Mission and other organizations out there that need your help. It's you very friendly, very that. friendly to use, very wonderful, very full uh, uh, site for volunteer opportunities. Uh, I've used it, Jose. Kudos. It's very, very easy. And what a wonderful, another tool that you guys offer for people to, to stay active in helping others. Again, the important thing is to give back, as you and I know. In, in whichever and, way, in whichever way they in, could. So any way you can. I, I really love all the good news that you're sharing. I wanted to uh, remind our listeners that you can do business with anyone, but I prefer to do business with other organizations that are helping those that are in need in our community. 
uh, that is the best way. And State Farm, not only do they have competitive prices, amazing customer service, uh, but they're also doing so much for others in the community and not just the Miami Rescue Mission. Many, many, many organizations out there. You can also help us if you desire to do so caringplace.org you can click on the volunteer icon or you can make a monetary donation or you can ask us any questions you have and um, Jose we cannot thank you enough for everything that you're doing uh, I, I thank your local people here in Miami I mean there's so many agents in Miami and, and I love every single one of them um, anything new that they're doing anything different that they're doing just being good neighbors <laughs> just, like, just like you guys are are. You guys are awesome. Thank awesome you. Work out there. And I thank you so much for everything you do. Really Keep up the great, great, great things that you're doing. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's always a pleasure. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We have with us today our wonderful director of the centers in Miami, Antonio Villasuso. How are you doing? I am doing well, Leanne. So, so happy to be on today with you guys. Oh my God, so wonderful. We're doing so much and we really wanted to, uh, before we even say anything, I want to thank you and your team. I mean, you guys are really the front uh, lines of our programs in Miami. And of course, we're doing all the same things in Broward. But thank you so much to you and to your yes, wonderful I'm, team. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that you're, that you're mentioning the team because without our team, we wouldn't be able to do anything all i am doing is uh standing behind them encouraging them yes uh you know just asking them to go above and beyond uh, never with without uh, a battle yes but we're here doing doing the work that uh, god has called us to do I totally agree. Tell me some of those things that you guys are doing uh with our residents with our outside guests. Tell me more about it. Well, you know, a couple of things have changed. We we're we're working a little bit more tighter with our residents. That means that we're just making sure that they are uh, safe, that our that our buildings are are better sanitized, that our that our procedures to do certain things are being done in a fashion of order. And uh, with our with our clients, we're, we're still residents. We're still seeing them, uh, making sure they get case management, making sure that they get their doctor's visits at our clinic uh, via teledoctor. And, um, you know, it's just every everything that, that we always do, and we're doing it, it's just a, a new way of doing things. Absolutely. And, and for the outside guests, because I know that our volunteers, our supporters, our listeners, they want to know about the outside guests, those people that are homeless, that are in the streets. What are some of the things that we are doing to help them? Well, some of the things did change with that as well. Uh, they're, they're not coming to eat at our facilities, but they're, they're getting fed every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. They are receiving uh, sandwiches, chips, drinks. Uh, they're getting, uh, we're also uh, with partnering with some of our partners that have given us masks. Yes. And we're passing out masks for them on those days. And, 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 and as the same, we've partnered with our uh, one of our partners, St. John Newman's, and they have been able to provide for us uh, hot meals. And it's been the last uh, few Saturdays that we've been able to pass out hot meals to our outside guests. We have a couple of uh, bathrooms for them set up in the alley a couple of porta potties for them we have a gentleman stationed outside with uh, sanitizers to, uh, to, uh, to make sure they have a uh, clean hands 
and um, we also have a water station for them for the day throughout the day they can come by and uh, get something to drink um, as, as needed I gotta tell you, I see that all the time. Uh, of course, I'm I'm in both Miami and Broward, and and I see the water station that you're talking about. I've seen the portable restrooms, and I saw a woman actually crying the other day uh, in the alleyway when she saw the portables there that she could use, and it, it broke my heart because I'm thinking, wow. I mean, for us, it's something that we're doing to help, but for them, it means so much. I want to remind our listeners that we're open, that we're still serving our community, that if you want to help us today, is the perfect day to do it, and you. You can go to www.caringplace.org slash virus and any donation will help for only two dollars and ten cents you're serving one meal to a homeless person um, whatever is in your heart to give uh, please help us today and and mr biazuzo we cannot thank you enough for everything that you're doing again for your team i know our residents uh in our center for men you had to also change the way that you feed them they're actually more yes. spread out so i thank you for a being social a lot of social distancing we're following all cdc guidelines and like you were saying the donations are are, are needed and uh, to top it off we're in need of sanitizers and all those good things that go along to continue to make sure that we uh, battle this uh, war on COVID-19. Thank you so much for joining us. We're grateful. Uh, thank you for everything. Well, I'm Marilyn Brummett, and we are at that point in our program where we get to talk to somebody about life change and their story of uh, what has happened to them and where they are in their journey right now. I have with me Anthony. And he's sitting across from me. He looks absolutely amazing in a maroon long sleeve shirt uh, with a wonderful vest. And uh, Anthony, you look to me like you could uh, be walking out of any business. You look like a businessman, uh, somebody who has it all together. But really, it has not always been that way. Anthony, tell us a little bit about your story. Um, That's okay. Well, Growing up, it was it was hard. Um, I was raised in a dysfunctional family. Uh, both parents was on drugs at the time. About four years old, my mom walked away. Um, so I was pretty much raised without my mom. So you had a single dad as as your as a parent. Yes, yes, I did. Yay, single dads out there! We have to <laughs> say that once in a while because many times it's all about the single mom, but there are single dads. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did the best he could at the time. It was five of us. I was um, the middle child. I was about 13 years old. You know, um, all of us kind of went out, out on our own ways. Um, I was in and out of juvenile facilities most of my teenage life. Um, 16 years old, my dad remarried. Um, a wonderful woman. Mm. She became a mother figure that I was always kind of looking for. Oh, well, so, that is wonderful! At 16 years old, that you actually accepted uh, a mother figure at that time. It's great. I mean, it, I consider that, now. I look at that as a blessing now because um, I kind of now know what it feels like to have a mother. So mm. that's you know. great. And then you became a father. Yeah, um, 19 years old, man. Um, I met a longtime friend. Um, we moved in together. I was about 23. I had my first son. That kind of changed my life. You know, I was working, but I was still, I was kind of using, but I wasn't using as much. 
by the time my third son came, I guess I got comfortable. Um, went to partying too much, doing drugs too much. Got kind of violent one night um, and ruined everything. Killed the whole 10 year relationship. I ended up losing the rights to my kids. And, uh, things just went totally out of control from there. And that, that really set in the depression yeah. big time at that point, losing yeah. custody of your children. Yeah, because all I did was, uh, I mean, I would work, but all I did was spend all everything I had on drugs, 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 drugs. That was the cure for me, you know, trying to escape what I had done put myself through. So you actually found yourself out on the street? Yeah, yeah. I became homeless and um, I um, ventured off and got into a program. Uh, it wasn't too much structure in the program, no accountability. I still was able to go and come as I please, do what I want to do. It wasn't really working for me. I ended up relapsing six months into the program. So you found this other program uh, in Miami, and uh, but there wasn't that early structure uh, to it. You just had to kind of, I guess they had you kind of going out there panhandling and bringing back the money. Yeah, that's exactly what I felt like. Like, mm-hmm. like we were just being used because of our situation, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and they and they they clung on to that. But you relapsed and you found yourself out on the street and uh, you actually had somebody you told me <laughs> off air from the mission that was a resident yeah. in the program and actually came up and started talking to you. Um, it's funny because um, sometimes I think about it and you know God and coming up I didn't really know God but that particular incident made me like really believe well i'm gonna stop you right there for a second not too long only for a few seconds and we're gonna come back to find the rest of the story because it seems like god stopped you in your tracks so we'll be back in just a moment with more of anthony's story well we're back with anthony and what a story he is telling Um, brought up in a dysfunctional family became a father at a very young age uh three children and uh really lost custody because of because of drugs and drugs cause you know violence and uh it, it is, there's a bad outcome depression set in i'm just giving everybody in case you just joined us a little bit of, of what he's told and you were in a program for a short time there wasn't a whole lot of structure in that particular program you relapsed you're back out on the street and you're sitting at a like a metro station or something and a resident from the mission that's in the program out on pass sees you and actually comes up to you and what happened well um i was on my way i don't know what led me to that to that particular area because um as i was going i was like let me get on this route to go here I didn't stop. I kept going. I was like, I'm going to get on this route to go here. I ended up at a train station, and uh, as I was indulging into, you know, the drugs and relapse, a guy from the mission walked up to me and went to telling me about God and, uh, uh, you know, that he he's with me and, you know, is a place for me to go to to give my life to God. But at that time, I really didn't want to, you know, I was, I, was in my, I was in the middle of relapse, you know, I I didn't really want to hear that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the amazing thing about that is that two days, two no, three days later from meeting this guy, 
I found myself at the mission. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I've been there ever since. Wow. Now, what kind of a meeting was that once he saw that you were there? I, I mean, I was, I was, I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying him. to, not hide from him, but I was trying to move from him, but he, he wouldn't stop talking and <laughs> stop talking. <laughs> And uh, I, I get to the program, and they call him uh, Motormouth, Preacher Man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He just wouldn't stop talking, but now I recap on that, man. I'm glad that he didn't stop talking. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that he didn't stop talking. So now you actually see that it was it was actually God talking through him right. to reach right. you, right. reach reach to you and say, Anthony, <laughs> I yeah. got a better plan. Right. I right. got a better plan. Right. Well, so you have been here now for some months. You're uh, immersed now into the regeneration program. You're taking the education classes. Uh, right. You're becoming holistic, and you're staying clean. So how does that all feel? It feels great. I mean, I'm still trying to get a custom of, you know, learning Anthony because, you know, for so long I just was – you know, the person that was doing what he was doing. Like, I never been this clean for this long. Wow. So it's like every day is something new. You know, you know, I, I look at life a whole lot different. Well, I know you have aspirations, and um, you're gonna, you know, continue. Um, I always ask the listening audience to pray. Uh, for those that have shared their story, um, if you are a person of prayer. Um, please remember Anthony and all the other men and women that come into our centers. Anthony, thank you for sharing your story. We're going to have you back and because we, we want to hear more. We know you're just really on the beginning of this journey. Thank you, Anthony, for sharing. You're welcome. Well, wasn't that a wonderful testimony story from Anthony? You know, I always want to reiterate that when you hear these stories, these are real people. Uh, going through real issues and yes. real difficult times in their life. Um, I think the the reason they're a highlight of the program, though, Leanne, is because the story starts out as like, oh, my gosh, what, what happened to this person? Yes. Oh, the terrible things. But then the hope that comes into their life once they come into the Miami Rescue Mission or the Broward Outreach Centers and you begin to see uh, that transformation and you're hearing the story of how they walk through it. Exactly, and it's provided by uh, our wonderful case managers, the staff at the Men's Center, at the Center for Women and Children. Um, they, they, even the, the people that are already in our centers that are giving them hope, that are taking them almost by the hand and you know teaching them what to do, what not to do. And all the and, volunteers. That and all the volunteers. It takes a lot of courage for someone to decide, I'm not going to do this to myself anymore. Whether it's a person who was homeless and sleeping on the sidewalk or a woman that has been abused that needs to escape an abusive relationship, it takes a lot of courage to walk away from whatever the situation could be. So I admire every single one of our residents because it cannot be easy to say, you know what, I'm going to surrender my life. I'm just going to go into this program and I'm going to try to make a real change in my life for the better, right? For me, for my family, you name it. And, and you hear many times in the story is that I was ready for the change. Yes, yes. And and that is important. You know, sometimes, and I have to say it, uh, we have family members that call for someone. And our intake department is so wonderful at saying, 
we need the person to call us because we need to know that they're really ready to accept the change. It doesn't really work when it's someone else wanting the change for you, right? right. Um, you have to want the change. You really want to do it. And, and I always say if they want it and they come and they survive the first 30 days, I think could be the hardest yeah. time. They walk all the way to graduation. <laughs> and you know, when you talk about uh, the women, we know yes. that 85% of our women are yes. coming in because they are actually fleeing some type of abuse. Correct. And uh, that's hard for them, too, um, to make that decision even to leave the abuse. Yes. Because what you know is what you know. Yes. What you're going into, you don't know. And Mm -hmm. you don't know if this is the right decision. But we have seen so many women become so empowered uh, once they come into the program. They learn to be independent. Correct. And uh, really learning to not want to go back to the abuser. Now, we're all about reestablishing the family and uh, hoping that they can get back to that significant other or husband but he also has to be ready and do you know sometimes we have men who come in they've come out of abuse correct i mean we know that it it doesn't discriminate there it goes in in both ways right Uh, but talking about women we know that mother's day is next week Uh, so we want to say happy mother's day once again to all the moms out there Uh, i don't know how you would be celebrating i hope it's something special but we will be doing something special for the women in our centers and also for our graduates that have left the center how can they help how can the community help uh, right now a financial gift would be wonderful yes. and you can go to caringplace.org slash mothers yes. $35 will really put uh, a whole package together a gift bag um, you know that flowers the meal you know they're going to get so much so it's not only our moms who are in our shelters with us but also we have uh, we've mentioned it the girlfriends for girlfriends group who actually goes out and really touches those women who have graduated and Correct. they will be delivering um, gift uh, bags and boxes during this time this is a critical time during the crisis time yes. and uh, those moms need the food baskets Huh, as well as a little yeah. gift in there and some flowers and just let them know that they are not forgotten you can do this in memory of or in honor of yes um a mom or a special lady in your life you're going to get a special card um and when you fill that out in honor of um after you've given so we want uh, to say thank you for all the moms that have stayed at home uh, uh helping their children uh, right now during this crisis time so help us if you can caringplace.org slash mother Well, thank you for listening to Mission Possible, the Good News Program. We'll be back again next Sunday morning. This podcast was presented by the Miami Rescue Mission Broward Outreach Centers, also known as The Caring Place. www.caringplace.org. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.